but unfortunately it does you, it does feel sometimes like uh, what's the phrase throw as much shit at the wall as you can <laughs> hope that some of it sticks it does sometimes feel like that because you've got to try you've got to test it out yeah. but i think i think also what we're saying earlier, like the more you do it the more you you already understand what works and your baseline starts a little bit higher right i already kind of know that this is not going to work and it just gets better and better Right, hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Charles, this is take two, because I literally just forgot to press record. <laughs> we have got a recurring guest, special recurring guest. Jack, welcome back to the podcast. Good to be back for the second time <laughs> saying this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, I messed up. Honestly, I don't think people appreciate how much time and effort it takes me to set this up. Yeah, this is, we've only got a very small office here, and we, yeah, this is, we're taking up at least half of the entire room, so... But the thing is, when people are watching it, they probably think, oh, it's just a camera. They've got these mics or whatever. But you don't have to see me set up the laptop, the lights, the microphone. And press record. Yeah, yeah, and not record in slow-mo. But yeah, I think what we'll do today is just like recap what's happened since we last spoke, maybe last year and the goals for 2024 and that kind of thing. And this is, if there's any back and forth in between and just kind of free flow, really, because I did one last week or earlier this week with James Hill. It's quite nice to just have a more organic chat rather than me just interrogate you about your life and your business and everything like that. So that's good to me. So yeah, what what has happened then since the last time we spoke? It's probably been well, last time we spoke with the podcast anyway, because you speak every single day. But yeah, what's happened in the last last few months or last year in general? The year and yeah, we I think it must have been October, probably October time we spoke because we did a little shoot, didn't we? November, Christmas is always a very quiet time for us. Like it's just like lockdown batten down the hatches and just just get through because it's so quiet and january start of the year always busy we had some big plans put a lot of things in motion didn't we it's always busy but it's it's never been this busy it's been absolutely bonkers so just chasing after my own heels most of the time but yeah great start to the year some really nice growth and just right from a business perspective really just trying to to keep up with that and keep the momentum going and yeah see what we can do with the rest of the year because yeah. for you then 2023 like you say what would you say what, what did you start your goals as then mm-hmm. like this time last year and then where were you kind of at the end of the year where, where did you kind of think did you think oh yeah we've done really well or there's always there's always room for improvement isn't it i mm-hmm. think oh i wish i did a bit more or were you disappointed or, or where did you kind of say really i i think with 2023 you know after coming out a couple of years after covid we had to work so hard to get it to a point in which it was moving again and, and like I was very lucky when we started that we had, you know, we had a bit of a loan, so we had a bit of a run rate to get us going. But since COVID, we've just, we've had to make money to keep going, whereas a lot of small, you know, businesses that start with a loan and a bit of capital, that's just not the case. So 2023 really was a year of just consolidating, focusing on what works and making sure it's a sustainable business. And I think we, we demonstrated that pretty well. So coming out of that really just, I mean, personally, just absolutely determined to smash this year for KMC, build a really nice team around us. I think we mentioned that the last podcast, get the business in a position where it can support multiple people and, you know, take that run rate, that sort of bottom line that's, that's worked well for us for the last year and just try to grow it in a sustainable way using the kind of marketing that we're, we're working on together. I think that's the thing though, like outside looking in for people, people just think like running a business is easy, isn't it? Like you're saying, people don't know what goes on behind closed doors, behind the scenes, the amount of like hours and effort you have to put into something to make it l- even just look decent. Never mind, like make yeah. a bit of money, isn't it? It's, 
Yeah. It's one of the things where I think, I don't know, I don't think people think it's easy, but I mm. think the perception is like, oh, it's easy for them, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I know. I, I agree. And it's, I think it's, we've probably both been in that position before as well, where you stood in front of, you know, for example, we were at the NEC in Birmingham at the National Running Show and people would quite happily stand in front of us and go, oh, look, you, you must be doing so well. You could, must have a team. Can I speak to your marketing department and so on? And like, you do make these assumptions. Oh, can I have all these freebies? You're here to do some promotion and you're like, you've ultimately like it, it was just me for a long time and it's i'm sure it's been the same for you as well mm. you kind of make a perception because that person behind the business is working so hard to make it look so great and feel so great for the customers and give them the best possible it's it's really easy to just assume that everything's gushy mm. for want of a better word yeah <laughs> in the background yeah but yeah but yeah that's one thing i noticed at the running show my perception well, i've never been before mm. so like my perception was everybody's going to be giving out loads of free shit but there wasn't actually that much free stuff that was being given out. Yeah. But then when you actually like reverse engineer everything, like they are there to me. They've, they've invested a lot of money to have us yeah. down there. Yeah. They've invested a lot to bring staff, team, help, yeah. whatever, bring product as well. You've mm-hmm. got to make a little bit of money back or try and make a little bit of money in general. Haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even at, even at that point, like for us, like obviously small business have to try and pay for everything at least. And like, even at that point when like I've got, family members volunteering to help my girlfriend shout out to Rhiannon who's an absolute hero is that, is that free she's or paid labour I'll be looking after her let's just <laughs> put it that way I don't have a choice yeah got to she's an absolute star yeah um, she is to be fair yeah and, and, and my, my sister's fiance Luke's also big shout out to him you know we're a very small team and you know after paying for the event, which is very expensive just to, to pay for the amount of space that you need, understandably, because the rain show is a fantastic event. You've got your hotels, you've got your fuel, you've got your van rental. You've got to, again, I still pay these guys, both of them. And then you've also got to pay for everything from parking, food, expenses, all that stuff, the time and effort it takes to put, just physically get all the products there, get yeah. it into a van, like booking a van for 10 a.m. to try and save money booking it on the Friday when you're due to be building up your entire stand and stocking it all up at 4pm and in the NEC at the other end, a van at 10am and, and stocking it all up and getting all that gear in. It takes a lot. And to be honest, by the end of that, even though we don't give away loads of free stuff, we we do loads of sampling. Like you can taste everything. Even by the end of the event, you just about break even, even when it's a smashing event like that. But that's not what it's all about. Mm. It's about the longer term. Yeah, but I think it's just good for brands, isn't it? Like yeah. it, was, it was cool for... For me personally, I think I've said in the past mm. to just see so many people walk past, not even like speaking to you or Luke or Rihanna or whatever, just be like, oh, there's Kendall Mint, oh, oh, I love their stuff, oh, that's yeah. so cool. And, and it's just like real stuff and real feedback, even though like you get comments on Facebook ads and social media posts and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just feels, I don't know. It's, it's still like the online world is just quite a faceless environment. Like, you know, mm. we've got a big presence on Amazon and our website and like you you like to think you can communicate with them and get feedback from them, but like everybody's busy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you, you just don't quite realize how many people are actually using your products. And then when, you know, when you go to these events, it does make it all worthwhile because you finally start hearing people talk about your brand and your products. And like you realize, and I, I said this at the event a few times, people coming up to us, like there'll be someone who says, Oh, I, I regularly order your products from your website. And I say, what's, what's your name? And you'll still recognize the name. But yeah. like, you, you see there's certain names that come through on the orders on a, on a monthly or weekly or, quarterly basis and you do recognize him mm-hmm. so it's nice to put face to names too yeah and just hearing the stories as well of like how they find the product why is why they use the products the benefits and how it's kind of like not that the products have transformed their life but how they've gone from like say the starting point to wherever they are like even yeah. if it's achieving the goals if it's just getting up from the sofa and doing the first 5k or whatever and it's just like i'd imagine for you just to be a little bit of help on their journey it makes a massive difference yeah. isn't it 
Well, I mean, ultimately, that's, that is the brand. That is the origin of, of Kendall Mint Cake. It, it's the product that helped people achieve their ultimate goal, the pioneering, the conquering of Everest, that kind of stuff. And it's nice to now be able to kind of take that same, that same idea, that same concept that like it could be, like you say, it could be any goal, big or small. So they love to, they love to share with you. And I, to be honest, it's because we ask so much at these events, like what, what you're doing this year, what are your goals? And to think that KMC can at least play a tiny part in them getting from where they are now to, to where they want to be at the end of the year. That's, that's, that's probably even bigger, even more rewarding than the feedback on the products and things to know. Mm. And then still on the topic of the running show then. Mm. So if people don't really know what the running show is, what, what is that kind of for you? And what is that kind of for the running industry as a whole, would you say? Yeah, it's a big event now. Like we, when we first started, I think we went to one of their first events and I think it was in the region of 15 to 20,000 people in a hall in the NEC. Like it, it feels quite corporate when you set up because a lot of the big brands have like these huge stands and big teams building them for them. And it's grown and we've kind of grown with it, which is nice. So it's a day of everything from meeting you like heroes and idols and running like Mo Farah was there this year, Dame Kelly Holmes, a number of different people mixed in with like loads of new brands, loads of cool new products loads of speaking loads of activities you can do like people who've never ran before it's probably a great time to like come and like just try out new shoes like shoes is probably one of the first things nutrition with us is probably kind of a little bit late down the line but yeah like it's it's probably the only time of the year when you can get everything running in one place i think there was i think it was 30 something thousand people this year they, they came up with a number at the end yeah yeah because it's when you said to me it's the largest running event is it yeah in the uk and yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like I said, the first time I was there, and it's overwhelmed with how much different kind of running yeah. things and aspects there are, isn't it? From, like you say, from shoes to nutrition to accessories, clothing, yeah. whatever. And just, I don't know. It's, and it's more of like a community, I think. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Like, what did you, yeah, what did you think of it compared to you know, when you first came in, you had a thought? Yeah. So the only kind of expo I really kind of can relate to and have been to before is the B2B marketing expo in right. London, Excel. Very different. Yeah. We went, yeah. I went years ago now, probably five, four, five years ago. Yeah. Uh, when I was first literally starting out in marketing. And yeah, that was very like corporate and very not so transactional, but more like it's business to business, isn't it? Yeah. And like, more serious whereas the running one it was i don't know everyone was just like in high spirits everyone was happy everyone had like traveled from all across the uk to yeah, be yeah. there and stuff pretty far as well it, we even met people from carlisle came down and, yeah, stuff. It's, 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 yeah. and yeah everyone was just happy to share the stories and i yeah. think that was quite cool because for me dealing with business to business every day it's very i don't know business focused whereas yeah. when you're speaking to customers it's quite it's different, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very, it's, I've been to a couple of the B2B events as well that, you know, probably far less people like, from a business perspective mm. like yourself and I, you, you hope that potentially the value of a transaction is much higher than a, a consumer. But mm. the difference of this event is like it's, it is tens of thousands of people and they're all people who use your products. So yeah, the, the vibe is completely different. The energy is really high because they're all about to meet like their idols and discover loads of new stuff. And like, yeah, the running community actually is. It's a very upbeat community. Yeah. yeah. And I've only recently got into my running journey this year, <laughs> in the last month. But I've noticed, like, I've only done two posts about it. I've done a 10K and a 5K. The 10K first and the 5K second, which is probably the wrong way around anyway. But the amount of, like, messages and stuff I get, it's, it's crazy. They're from, very supportive, aren't they? Yeah, from, yeah, like, yeah. Not like random people, people that I wouldn't normally message or wouldn't expect to, like, even be seeing my post or caring about it. And it's like... Oh, that's actually quite cool. You know what I mean? It is more yeah, like a yeah. community. Everything else that I've done in the past, like, yeah, you get likes or you get a few points, but you don't get the private messages. Yeah. I, th I think from the, like a 
fitness perspective, there are certain there are certain markets that can be quite egotistical and a little bit clicky. Yeah. Right. You don't look the best. Mm-hmm. Then you, you don't get the like best. gyms though. Like, yeah. I feel like that's like gyms. Is I don't want to say it, but you, you <laughs> do. Yeah, you can. Um, yeah, no, the running community is super spot. Like we've got, a, and you should join if you can. We've got a closed Facebook group, Club KMC. And we literally just put in there, say, look, Hey guys, please introduce yourselves. Like what are you doing this year? What are your plans? Everybody starts jumping in, commenting, saying like, I'm, I'm doing a London marathon. This is the first time I've done a marathon. Somebody else will jump in and say, Oh, I'm doing my first one this year too. Or I've done my, I've done seven London marathons and this is what I do. Like if you need any help, like let's connect. You, you don't really get that from a lot of other communities. Yeah. Cause there's no real like ulterior motive. I don't think even mm. like there's no, Oh, if I help you, you'll help me kind of thing. Yeah. That kind of thing where it's just literally just sharing your knowledge and yeah. Your tips and your tricks just to yeah. try and help people out, which I think is quite cool. Yeah, I think it's 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 a part. You know, this competitive side of it too. Yeah. Those who compete yeah, yeah. to win, which makes sense. But then, like, I, I haven't like, entered that realm yet. <laughs> I don't <laughs> ever will. But I think ultimately, most of the people who are doing these events, a marathon is something like you want to tick off. It's on your bucket list. Mm. You want to do it before you die. And I, ultimately, the only thing they're thinking is, all right, I'm here because I want to. I want to do that. I want to. I want to smash this. Yeah, I might, maybe I want to PB. Yeah, I want to enjoy it more. I want to make the most of the moment. So I'm going to train well. Like I've gained all this advice. I'm just going to share it because it's not going to mean they're going to get an advantage over me. It's going to mean they can achieve the same ultimate goal as me. That's what I feel anyway. I feel they're all the most people who are into marathons. They're doing it because like you can, you can say you've done it. You can, when you're 80 years old, you can look back and go, oh, you know, I gave it a go. So yeah. yeah. I'm doing my half one just in October. Hey, well, it's a stepping stone. Yeah. And then maybe the we'll be <laughs> marathons by next year, won't we? But you know, I think, I've, I think it is cool. I'm, I've ordered my running trainers. So I'm going to get into it. I was meant to do a run with Jack tomorrow, actually, but I pied it off because I got to go to the Everton match. And what did you say? You said, oh, that's a good excuse, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that was that's a fortunate one. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, it's cool because I suppose like 20, coming into 2024, like you said, you've, you've set some big goals for yourself this year and you've been off to a good start and stuff. So what, mm-hmm. what else are you kind of thinking for, for this year? For, for personal and business stuff, because mm-hmm. like we were saying, and some people may be able to relate, like even though it looks like it's easy being a business owner and you can do what you want when you want, you can't. You have to put loads of time in. You don't enjoy it as much as you should. Yeah. So yeah, personal business, what, what, what are you kind of thinking? Yeah, I mean, you, first of all, I think you're absolutely right. And we're both still very young, like now's the time to be doing it. Mm-hmm. But I think we're all very aware as a generation now too, like we, we've got our heads down, we're grafting. And you do like, if you don't just stop every now and then to look around you and like take it all in, you, you do feel like you're wasting away years, don't you? Uh, or days or months, whatever it might be. But yeah, I'm going to have to ask you what your question was again. Now I'm off on a completely different <laughs> no. tangent there. Yeah. No, I think because you're going away in next weekend. Yeah. So I was saying like personal goals and business personal goals. Personal business goals 2024 because I don't know, I find it hard to self-reflect sometimes and think, oh, if I look back. Where do myself, I want to be? Yeah. Two or three. I've done a couple of posts recently and it's like self-employed for five years. And I think when I first started out five years ago, they're like, fuck. Yeah. I've actually done quite a lot of cool shit in the last five yeah. years and you've done whatever so yeah for you business and personal goals where would you what 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 you kind of wanting to do this year would you say work-life balance is that a thing that you're taking in consideration or yes and no i, mm. I think it's a it's a difficult topic isn't it because mm. it's, a, it's a mindset i feel that between being self-employed and, and being employed i can see the you know i can see the benefits of, of being employed by a potentially big corporation or a big company because you, you do have you get that finance well, you get the freedom, you get the time freedom, but I feel being self-employed and wanting to build a business just like yourself. I think it's a lot, it's about a lot more than just the financial gain and about the, any free time you get, because it's, I feel now that it's, I enjoy the thrill of it more than anything. Yeah. So from that, 
that perspective, like I'm going to, I'm just going to absolutely go for it. And I think the, what, the one thing I'll say as well that this year I feel that we've got a lot of competition. This is, this is from a business perspective, but I don't think <laughs> this might sound a little bit cocky. <laughs> I don't think Confident. any of the competition are going to work as hard as me. I think if I see them working harder and I see them, uh, maybe they're marketing better than us or whatever it might be, I'm, I'm, I'm going to push to work harder than them. So this year kind of got a bit of a, bit of a new, new energy about me for like, the business itself. And like, yeah, last year I burnt the candle at both ends. I did a little bit of traveling around and, and, you know, enjoyed myself a bit more, which I thought was rightly so because we, we've worked really hard for a good few years. But this year you're going to try and balance both. Do you know what? I think you find the longer you go on, like you find a way you, you're able to do more. Like mm-hmm. your threshold, you, you get to a new threshold. Yeah. Which is like a lot. And then you acclimatize to that. That's and then it. you go to the next one, don't you? Yeah. You do just things better. It. You do them more effectively, more efficiently. And like, you just, it's, it's more that you kind of, you like end up with more time and you can do, you can do the work better in a quicker amount of time. And I feel that you actually, like a lot of people talk about like getting to a point where you can kind of sit back in the business runs itself. I think ultimately, like from a personal perspective, you find that you get to a point where actually you can, you can just do so much more. I'm like, I'm probably like when I started, four and a half, almost five years ago as well. And I think you just, you get to a point where you can just, yeah, you can just afford to do more. I like that you can, when you can do things more effectively, it means you can then potentially take, like I am in a couple of weeks time, just going to India for this wedding that we've got, uh, my partner and I going over there for a couple of weeks and you feel that you can afford the time to do it. But yeah, at the same time, like we just mentioned before, like you, you, you kind of want to, you don't want to lose track of what's going on around you. You want to still be able to enjoy yourself. But that being said, I'll still be taking my laptop with me. <laughs> <laughs> Got unlimited data set up on my yeah. phone as well. So I think, I think you'll have made it when you don't take your laptop on holiday. Yeah. I'm the same. I can't yeah. go anywhere without it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say that you don't enjoy yeah. like it. I'm sure you're good as well. Like much better at time management now too. Like I will go when we're there, I will make sure I make the most of every second of seeing all the sites and doing all these incredible things that India has to offer. And then when I need to for the hour, for the hour or two at the end of the day, I'll sit down and I'll just get the work done. So yeah. yeah. That's what I was like when I went to Thailand. I think I remember six days, something like that. Yeah. And I took it and did like an hour in the morning and then an hour in the yeah. just to like check in to make sure it's not a shit show. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, it's in like the thrill. I think it is the thrill. Mm. Like I wake up pretty much like every morning thinking, fuck, have I lost all my clients? <laughs> <laughs> then I check my laptop and I'm like, oh, it's not as bad as I think it is. It's all right. <laughs> and then you get on with the day. But it's the thrill. Like you fail so many times, don't you? But it's yeah. the thrill of that one little success and that one little like building block mm-hmm. or that stepping stone to kind of achieving that never ending goal. Because for me, there is no any point. Is there? Mm. It's like you get to a goal and you think, oh, I'm here. What's next now? Yeah. You're on to the next yeah. thing, aren't you? It's just quite funny. Ask as well, personal, a selfish point of view question is how do you find managing business and a relationship? Because I've tried it in the past and it didn't really work that well. And I try to explain to girls now when I meet them, I'm a selfish person in the fact that I, you put it first. Yeah. That's my number one priority. Mm. Like if I'm not happy and focusing on that, then I'm going to be miserable and I will make you miserable. So yeah. that's like the non-negotiable in my life that and going to watch ever matches. Boom. That's less important. But yes. Yeah, how, how do you find managing that? Like, work and then like the life balance that's what i meant with work life balance yeah, is no, like yeah. having a relationship yeah it, i definitely haven't mastered that and i, I think i'm i have a mastered it. <laughs> rihanna will tell you the same thing your quality time is taking us to the running show that's date <laughs> <laughs> taking us to the running show staying in the cheapest hotel we can so we can afford it i haven't mastered it yeah absolutely not how do you find balancing it or managing it um it's it's tough mm. like it's really tough we haven't got your typical relationship as well so i'll put that out there straight away mm. But Rhiannon is one of the most supportive people 
you'll you'll ever meet. And she she does this. She's done it for years and helped me out all the goodness of her heart. So I really appreciate that. But like it's it's just it's just give and take. Mm-hmm. If 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 my partner's going to come and help me, then I you know I know that I'm gonna I'm gonna do something in return to make sure that she you know it can't all be one sided necessarily. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really hard. But she at the same time, I think what's helped of us is that we're both so career driven to mm-hmm. we've really enjoyed doing these things like both so excited about going to india and a week but we we love our jobs too she's very lucky that she's found a job that that really supports her great team but she's probably got do you know what she probably works harder than me <laughs> she's she's probably one of the few people i would say works harder than me and she's she's just got that same work ethic so i think we're very lucky that we match in that way although we both are very different people we do match in that way i can't give you that i can't give you the perfect answer for that <laughs> it's just it's it's almost an impossible thing to manage but we somehow do i think through. like you say it's, it's give and take isn't it because yeah. like you say she helps you out you'll <laughs> do something for her i help her out and yeah. that kind of thing and yes yeah, it's, it's a funny one because i've found in deep here yeah. in the past <laughs> like people would like the idea of me like from the outside looking in, but the reality is very different. You know what I mean? People might say, oh yeah, got their own business, do this, do that. But then realistically, when you realize I'm on my laptop like 12 hours a day, yeah. locked away and that and working to whatever time at night. And they probably see, you know, you've been away and enjoyed yourself in Marbella and like mm-hmm. you posted about, you know, pictures of you, you got Paul Henry on there too. Mm-hmm. Like they probably see that thing. Oh, he's got a great lifestyle. Yeah. But no. actually they take, there's a lot more in between that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I mean. When I, when I go to Marbella, I said to you in the past, like I'll do exactly what I'm doing here but over there but just i'll go to an outdoor gym in the morning maybe go out for food at night but i'll still be on my laptop all day and not leave the house for 10 12 hours and Hen- working, Henry yeah. about that, you know what i mean because yeah there's always a sacrifice isn't there mm-hmm. it's a sacrifice to everything whatever it may be like your personal life you maybe do that well i do less of my personal life and yeah because you have to do that don't you like i've stopped drinking and stuff what would you say you're like sacrifice or you've had, you've had to make to, to make this work and get to where you are definitely social life to start with mm. uh, and then fitness for a little while which didn't make any sense because you know Kendall Mint Company that's, this is what we do so I've definitely paid that back up again I've managed to find I'm just going to say find time but you don't find time do you, you make time for mm. it you have to get to just get up a couple of hours early or stay a couple of hours later and night no it's like those are probably the two biggest ones I think you know what I think also something I've realised in the last couple of years you just kind of just off what you just said like if you if you're feeling if you're thinking about like the, the ultimate goal I think you Whoever the other half is, that's got to understand the same concept in that, like, you're not thinking about right now. Right now is quite tough. And it's quite, it's quite, it's quite tough for my partner and I, like, but in five, 10 years time, does that mean we're going to be really financially stable? Does it mean we're going to have a fantastic business that supports us both and potentially family to do everything they want to do mm-hmm. and hopefully more? And then I think that once you kind of built that sort of system around you and this is kind of where you're creating, you, you can benefit from it. Yeah. I think you've got to, my, the way I think about it is think like five, 10 years time ahead. I never used to do that, but I mm. just recently I've started to, yeah. Yeah. Finding someone that aligns with your like mindset, isn't it? Mm. And like believes in you, mm. I suppose that'd be important because yeah. so many people would want to reap the rewards, but not actually put the work in. Yeah. Be stuck in the mud with you. Or, or be stuck with Yes. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of years of struggle. Like, I mean, mm. we're, not, we're not alone. Like, there's so many small businesses out there trying to achieve the same thing. There's probably so many different podcasts as well where they're mm. talking about similar stuff. But yeah, it's, I think if you can stick it out and you can keep working as hard and you, you know, your partner can understand that, I think when you can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel, you've got to really just keep focusing on that because there's going to be more and more hurdles that come up along the way, isn't there? Oh, every, every single day, isn't it? Yeah. And that's, that's what people don't think. And I think it's, well, my perception is people think it's easy, but you have to yeah. deal with shit every single day. <laughs> you have to. 
find solutions to problems every single day and there's nobody else to do it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could employ someone to deal with all the problems. It'd be nice to, yeah. I think that's the other thing about a nine to five job is that you can kind of go, oh, well, there's this big problem at work, but it's, it's this department's yeah. problem to deal with. Like, it's been a bit of a knock on effect on me, but I can go to bed at night, sleep. <laughs> I, there's a problem at CJJ Media or KMC. It's like, nobody else is going to fix it. I've got to fix that. And it's, pr- Probably needs fixed now, really. Like <laughs> sooner rather than sleep. So you just do it. That's yeah. the thing. If you got a problem, you put it on later. It just messes your head even more, isn't it? You just think, oh, yeah, just got to do it now. Get it over with and move on to the next thing. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Let's let's turn to more positive stuff. I want to talk about <laughs> winning awards. You've recently won an award. Yeah, let's get like there. Yeah, let's get it out. Let's get it out. There we go. There's one of them. Yeah, enough people can see. It's not very easy to see on a, a camera because all light. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Sustainability in running award, Kendall Mint refillable and reusable gels. So right, let's let's talk about this because this is this is gonna be a massive product this year, isn't it? This yeah. is gonna be huge. Okay. This is probably gonna be most popular. I'm calling it now. <laughs> calling it now. <laughs> I hope so. I hope yeah. so, because it aligns with what we believe uh, in our business too, and from a personal perspective. So so let's let's give people a bit of context then of if people don't know what is like obviously we've got the refillable and re- re- reusable gels. So normally when people run, like yeah. long distance-ish, how, how, how far do you reckon people run before they take a gel? Like further than 5k? Or? Further than 5k, yeah. If, you, if you're talking up to a marathon, if you're running longer than an hour, mm-hmm. marathon, half marathon, I think you're about to do the same thing I was about to offer to do. So if you get one off the bo- second bottom shell, yeah, and then at the top there's some flasks on the left, and then you've got some gels there. Excuse us a minute. Yeah, if I tried to get out of there, I would have just <laughs> fumbled it and knocked all of your podcast equipment over. So these are the normal gels. I've tried the I haven't tried the citrus mint one but I've tried the raspberry one yeah. remember I, I was at a services because basically they're in every single services aren't they the road chef they've been in they have been in the road chef services I would say 60-70% of them at least a lot, most of the big ones mm. so yeah they have been in there which is great because I was at the one around Worcester and I was feeling a bit tired and I was like okay, let's buy one of these and try it and it's really really good well as 4D runs would say Tastes like Calpol. <laughs> it's good. It's because when people run, they'll tear these off, won't they? Go on, shall I show you? Yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah. So, stealing your thunder here. So, <laughs> you, know, you know better than me. <laughs> I don't know about that. The very first event we did, one of our biggest sort of sponsored events was, I think it was like Great Cumbrian Run or something. Like this one's a bit damaged. So ignore that. Yeah. We finished the run and looked down and all you could see everywhere was these little tops. And it's, it's not even because people mean to. Like they might just try and put that in the pocket or they'll just tear it a bit and it just drops on the floor. And then the same with the full packet too. Often people have tried to shove them in the back pocket or something and they've just fallen out. But ultimately it's going to have to go in a bin. Like it's, this is not recyclable. So straight away, this, and actually, you know, a partner, speaking of partners before, big influence from Rhiannon too. So we both really, really focus on sustainability, recycle, biodegradable stuff all the way. Rhiannon probably more so than me, but it's something I want to be in the business too. I want to build in from day one and now, these have really started to take off. So what we did, so instead of taking these out with you, you take out one of the flasks that holds two energy gels in it. So straight away, you don't have any of this plastic waste. You just literally bite, squeeze, and you take as much gel as you like. And you just keep one of these in your fridge at home. And it's so it's already 70% less plastic. And you just top this up as you go. Take it home when you're finished and stick it in the dishwasher or hot water. Uh, and that's you good to go again so and the next stage will be 100% recyclable on the big patch so yeah these are these are what we won the award for I think rightly so because we managed to remove gosh upwards of 100,000 of these our, our own 
from the market by moving to refillable. So if you can imagine 100,000 of these just sat in, a, in the waste somewhere on the floor, it's a pretty big number for a small business like us. And hopefully we can move to get all of our customers to switch to this. That's the ultimate goal. So we'll see what we can do. But yeah, we 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 literally put in a really last minute, put in a little application. We got an email from the National Running Show about this award for sustainability and running. We thought, all right, let's stick our products in there. And we I think we deserve it. And I just put the link out for nominations to like a few of our customers and followers and things. And like, it just took off. And then we got to a week or two before and got the email saying, look, you're on the shortlist. Oh, great. Yeah. And then on the day, and they told us, they told us we were, we were going to need to be ready to go up in case we got it. So we got kind of, maybe, maybe. And then the awards came and every single one, it was like, these are just examples. They're probably wrong, but like huge companies like, oh, Garmin is the winner of this award or Adidas, the winner of this award. And there were some nice small ones at the end, but then our name came up, got the awards. Yeah, it was un- it was unreal. Um, it's the best recognition we've had so far. And then went off for the little interview they do afterwards. And they were like, yeah, it was a lot. La- every, every one of these awards was a landslide win. So yeah, huge, huge for KMC. Really, really chuffed with that. So what, what was it like then when you, when you were for you like first? I, I was fairly confident. I'll be honest. You still doubt. A little bit. I'd be honest, I was probably more worried that I was going to have to go up and say anything. <laughs> Thankfully not. You're a pro now on video. <laughs> <laughs> Only with your health. I think, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it, it just shows that what we're doing is the right thing. It gives us a bit of credibility and yeah, like, it gives you a bit of motivation to keep pushing on, which is exactly what we're doing and we're pushing hard. So it must be nice just to get recognition, like you say, being like, yeah, what I'm doing is right. Because it imagines the self, the self doubt in my mind and it's self doubt in your mind sometimes you think, mm. Am I doing the right thing? Is this the right thing? But then mm. when you get something like that, you're like, oh shit, yeah. Swift. On the right path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. All the, all the sacrifice and stuff to get that, like you say, the biggest running show in the UK is so like cool. Yeah, it's good. Especially surrounded by all these other big, like big multinational brands. brands and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. And then to see that, it's. Yeah, we were absolutely chuffed. Mm. So yeah, everyone needs to try the refill gel because people are loving them, aren't they? You said since the running show as well, these have been. Flying up. They've been flying out. Yeah. We, I mean, we deliberately make these easier, more affordable. Um, yes, we get lots of offers. Yeah. yeah. They're about, so I think it's about, it's like 30 to 40% cheaper to buy the pouches per serve than to buy one of these individual things, mm. which is great. And there's been so many other benefits as well. Like for a start, you don't get sticky gel all over you because you can close it and seal it up when you want to. And then you also, you don't have to take the whole gel in one go if you don't want to. You can just sort of sip it over that space of a few minutes. You're still going to get the same benefit. So you could sip it to one serve in the middle there rather than trying to gulp down a gel when you're on the move, which isn't very easy to do. Yeah. How, how easy was it to like convert over or like start this then in the first place? Was it, did it take a long time to put manufacturing or was it just pretty simple being like, right, this is what I want to do? For, it's understood. Manufacturing, like for example, these pouches already exist. So I'm, I'm not no. going to sit here and <laughs> tell any fibs. This, these are really easy. So the product, really easy. The packaging, really easy. The difficulty is the stability of the product. So yeah, food safety standpoint, like we need to make sure we don't put too much gel in one pouch that the customer buys so that when it's opened, it's all going to go to waste. Okay. Because once something is open, that's when its shelf life starts to degrade the fastest because oxygen and so on and microbes. So that was the only really hard balance. And that's that took a bit of testing. Like we when we first launched it, we launched one flavor and tested it out and we just put 30 days, because that's what we'd, I mean, that's what the tests are just, are just like sort of aligned to in the end, but you don't know until it's in the real world. If you can go any further than that, mm-hmm. you can do sort of, it's like a stress test almost, like an environment you control to see how long it would last and see what potentially it could be like. So we did that and went for a very conservative 30 days and then put it onto the marketplace. And now it'll last, if you stick it in your fridge, it'll last 
60 days and that's from yeah, yeah. that's from testing so yeah that was the only difficult bit mm. and more companies are conning on which great ultimately we're just going to remove more plastic so yeah. i've seen a couple of the the bigger companies sort of copy the idea which is i don't really see it as a problem at all i know mm. most of the time if you see somebody doing the same product as you in, in, in business environment you think oh god well they're going to try and compete with us now and they're they're a bigger corporation this one example but ultimately it's still achieving the same goal that we want to achieve. So yeah, yeah. no, that's cool. It's a good mindset to have, isn't it? And like you say, yeah. if you're doing anything right, you just expect people to copy you anyway, wouldn't you? Because if it's a good idea, and that forces you to come up with new ideas and, mm-hmm. and completely to innovate and evolve. Yeah, evolve. I mean, we didn't didn't know it was a good idea to be honest, because like most of the time you go into a shop and just buy one gel, right? Like you you would just go into the service station yeah. buy one. You, somebody's got to commit to this ten in here. Yeah, but ten over. 30 to 60 days isn't actually as bad as you think no. especially when it's that much cheaper and that much less plastic so yeah way more cost effective yeah so let's talk about videos and like we're saying you got up for the award mm-hmm. and you're scared of doing a speech or doing a whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you recently started getting into videos haven't you why, why, why did you want to get more involved like as the face of the business would you say you know i'm going to use a term you've used as well i've heard you say it recently like i i was the bottleneck Mm. the business because like Adam says it looks all honky door on the outside looks great but I'm still packing orders or I was I'm still doing all the admin all the accounts and the marketing all all in one place so I am the one thing stopping the business from getting from where it is now to where I want it to be so just literally testing a few of them and looking at other businesses and seeing how, how they do it like I like you just said I hate speaking in front of people I'm not a massive one of it I probably won't ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'll get somebody else to and I'll tell me if they think it's all right. <laughs> I've started to give less of a crap though mm. because because I can see that it, it's it's helping. So I realised that I need to put myself at the front of the business and drive it forwards with Martin, put my face out there, just get over yourself, Jack, and just, just do it. Mm. And it, it, it's like the way I compared it to you when we first started and you've now seen it at the run show. When you're physically in front of somebody, I... I couldn't care less. I, I love speaking to our customers. It's one of the best thrills for a start, but also you, there's no better way of describing what you do, how your products can benefit them and answer any questions or problems they have than actually being in front of them. And it's the same with video. You can take those same issues and put it into a video and, and, and help them. Yeah. Cause it's like at the running show, even when we just capture some of the moments, isn't it? Mm. Like you're speaking to a person one on one, but if you capture that video, you can help hundreds, thousands of people with that same yeah. thing. Yeah. If they're in the same scenario. And that interaction was just, yeah, like you say, just one on one, but then sticking in a video. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I get videos are hard, aren't they? And like it's out of people's comfort zones. The first one's always worse. Like you did really well for the first one when we did it over Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The golden yeah. ticket. Yeah. Um, but it's like, especially if you want into, I feel like when you're growing as a business, isn't it? It's for me personally, and I think you've said the same in the past, is it's cool to associate, follow people's journey, business owners' journey, because yeah. you feel like you know them. And yeah. then you think, oh, well, I knew them when they were at this point, mm-hmm. and then I followed them for a year or two. And then at this point, that's cool. I've been part of that journey and that kind of thing. So putting yourself out there, telling people about the behind the scenes stuff, what makes you tick, all the kind of awards you win along the way and that kind of thing. It's just more relatable and inspiring. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you look at like the biggest brands and everybody always name drops them like your gym sharks and your brew dogs and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. That's, that's exactly what they've done. And like, you always look and admire what they do and go, oh, that's such great marketing. That's such a great way to drive their brand mm-hmm. forwards. But for that one thing that's stopping you is literally just being scared of being on a video <laughs> to stop you from driving your business forwards makes no sense. Yeah. So. And why did you want to do that first video then? Over Christmas, why did you want to do that? Because I'd, I'd been pushing you beforehand, hadn't I? I'd been like, well, you need to do it, you need to do yeah. it. And then over Christmas, you're like, right, fuck it, let's just do it. What, what do you reckon is the reason for that? It's, I'd seen where we could be sustainably for the year. And I'd sort of, like I say, spotted that 
there's a bottleneck somewhere and we need to like either go for it or just let it run as it is and really want to go for it 2024 was coming up end of year new year new year you think about all those things but it's just the kind of aligns the same way yeah i just thought like if it's just me uh, my partner was there as well really mm-hmm. yourself give it a go and at least it's a way to see how i feel and see how the video goes and what the reaction's like and it seems to be pretty good yeah i just decided that was that was enough like i don't care anymore about what, what potential negative feedback i might get or what people might think of my voice or how I think of my voice or my face <laughs> or whatever it might be. Who gives a shit? Just crack on, get it done, get it out there and, and, and help people learn about your brand and what you do and how you can help them. So mm. I think it's hard though, like <clears throat> in general, when you get like a bad comment or two, mm. that kind of, I don't know, uh, I'm trying to think the right way to describe it, but it kind of just puts a negative or a dampener on that, whereas you think of the thousands of people that watch the video or like the video and not comment yeah. and think they've actually really enjoyed it, found it valuable, entertaining, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that one or two people, you think, oh, maybe I do look like a bit of a dick or I sound a bit yeah. of shit or whatever. And really, that's two people who no are willing taken, to comment. Yeah, have taken yeah. time out of the day to watch the mm-hmm. video and will be retargeted by it. Well, I've got all that to come still. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I, like, I watch podcast listen to podcasts watch videos regularly whilst i'm working and things and like you, you hear people talking about this so i know that's that's still to come uh, yeah but it, i guess it's the fear of that too but hey we'll see yeah i don't think i'll let it i'll just yeah and that's the thing like i've watched hundreds of videos a day probably listening to podcasts every day i'll never comment anything on you yeah but i still enjoy them you, know you still I mean? really like them you like the person yeah. and what they're saying you're learning from them mm. you don't necessarily take the time out to go oh, yeah it's yeah. really useful thank you mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it's a it's a funny one, anyway. But yeah, videos are powerful, aren't they? And I think the stuff that we got at the running show is really good, isn't it? With like the 40 runs one and some of the client reviews and, and that kind of thing. It's just, I don't know, just a way to push things forward. And it's just like, it's so underrated. Like, mm-hmm. it's so underrated. Mm-hmm. I don't think people realise if you put your face out there, people do like it. Like, we've both got friends. They like us for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> Should we put yourself out there more? Even there's only a few, in my <laughs> case, but yeah. Maybe get a few more friends, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a funny one. So yeah, what, what have you got planned then for 2024? Then? <clears throat> what would you say? For the business or? Yeah, both business and personal. Let's break it into two. Um, people will be uh, intrigued to know and we can put it on LinkedIn and people will love it. <laughs> another, another personal one. Business, we've got some big targets, which are, are pretty lofty, far more than we've ever achieved, over double the previous year which you know there's only one month to base it on so far we're just on the what we on the second of feb today we're we're on the track which is great we've got a big goal to move people to these refillable gels like as as much as possible we want to try and remove the single use which i don't know if it's completely possible quite yet but it's 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 yeah it we'll it. but yeah, it's just a small yeah. one it still makes an impact yeah. yeah we've got first of all we've got a load of new product bundles and stuff coming on online we've got loading new team members ambassadors some really cool people i'm looking forward to introducing to everybody we've also got one new product at the end of march it's probably looking like the start of april now that's great we took that to the run show the feedback was brilliant say, yeah. yeah i didn't have a label or anything we just told them what it was and asked them to taste it and give us feedback and the, pretty much every every bit of feedback was positive so love that so that's definitely going in we've got Another new product probably coming in around summertime. I don't really want to say exactly what the products are yet. No, you don't have to. No, no, no. Um, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for more because they, yeah, they're, they're cool. They're pretty cool. We've actually got, and I can say this one because it's, it's live on the website now. We just launched some new protein shakers, which are coming in two weeks time. It's, they're really cool because they're like really low plastic usage, 100% recyclable. Like your classic shakers will have the ball and the mixer and stuff in there. It doesn't need that kind of stuff. So. That's a really good one. Yeah. Above all, just looking to grow our community. Do you know what? I'm hoping to maybe get our team and like community together for a few meetups, runs, rides, 
whatever it might be, gym, wherever we might be, and, and kind of get around. And then also for the gold ticket, yeah. kind of had a bit of an idea that maybe do a full vlog and sort of take it, physically deliver it to the person who's won it because yeah, it is a big yeah. prize. So I think that could be a cool one. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. From a personal perspective, survive. <laughs> Somehow with the rate we're going at the moment, which is, which is great. And I really, really appreciate it. Keep as fit as I can. I was hoping to try and go to the Masters World Champs and swimming. So that could be fun. Yeah. Somehow I try and, do you know what? This is, I don't know about you, but this year on a personal side, pretty much every other weekend is filled up with friends getting married. Mm, that was me last so year. That, yeah. So, well, I, I say that I've got one next month, actually. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, we've got seven, seven weddings this year. Weddings. Yeah, seven You've got now. too many friends, mate. Oh, then, <laughs> they're not my friends. Some of them are around as friends. Um, Could you have a have a girlfriend then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you double it. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of free time spent there, but that's, that's great. Cause like, you know, they are, they are friends really like you, you you're going to get to spend some, I can't be having my laptop out of a wedding. No, I yeah. don't think. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I use that weirdo in the corner. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to get to spend a lot of quality time with friends and, and family and things. My sister's getting married too. Oh. Yeah. So that's coming very soon. So that's, that's exciting. Seems to be the biggest event our family has ever planned. And yeah. It's all everybody's talking about. Um, it's exciting. So we're getting pressured to get married next. <laughs> sure. I mean, not the first person to say that. Um, and probably not the last. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, yeah, really just to stay, stay sane and enjoy it and enjoy the thrill of growing this too. So take a second, like we said before, just to step back and go, oh, oh actually done a lot. Yeah. Like you said about documenting the gold ticket winner, which is actually if anybody that buys a product from the KMC website gets a gold ticket and then they can win yeah. 750 pounds worth of KMC products, can't they, by the end of March? Yeah, yeah, so you can win up to 750 pounds worth of our stuff and it'll be... It'll close on the 31st of March and we'll announce the winner at 10am on the 1st of April. Mm. So it's, it's a big competition. We've already had like thousands of thousands of people enter. Yeah. I'm hoping to mm. literally take that crate full of £750 worth of stuff to the winner and, mm. and deliver it to them. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And then I think just build your personal brand as well. I think that'll be a mm. long moment. It? And just document your journey of like the struggles, the successes and, and that kind of thing. That'd be quite cool because... I'd be interested. I'm sure loads of people would be interested as well. Just we'll see. Well, we might find out in a year's time if they're interested when we do another one of these. So. <laughs> we we'll have, might have flopped. Yeah. Cause like you said to me, which business owners do you follow then on social media? And do you like watching the journeys off? Cause you said um, Brewdog before, but is there anybody else? Yeah, that? I do quite like Brewdog. Brewdog get a lot, of, lot of stick. Mm. You know, and they're not perfect. None of us are. We've, we've cocked up as yeah. well before. I think it's good to be polarizing those. Either, it's either good to be like liked by someone or hated. Mm. Because then at least someone's got a strong opinion on you yeah. that they've kind of made the judgment. Whereas if you're in between it, I feel like then people, you don't really know mm. or people don't really care because it's like, oh yeah, he sound. But then it's like, yeah. oh, I really love that he does this or that. Or I hate that he does this or that. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, what do they say? All PR is good PR. Mm. But do you know, I like just, I'm just going to take Brewdog as an example because I mm. have, I have been quite into them for, for years and I quite like the zero alcohol stuff now too. I just like the fact that they, they are a bit more focused on sustainability. They get a lot of stick. They are focused on sustainability. They're quite literally planting a forest, which I've helped with a tiny bit. Mm. Hopefully have helped add to. And I love that idea. The other thing is they get a lot of stick about their, like their wages, the company culture, all this stuff. I'm like, it's a fast, fast growing business, like a big business. And like, it's almost no surprise that at some point something's been neglected because it's hard to balance all those things. Mm. But the way the, the main guy, I think it's James Watt, tends to deal with it. I, I admire, I think he's been a bit, you always do this because you think, well, how am I going to handle these things in the future? And you kind of watch them to learn, don't you? Mm. But it's like, okay, there was a big thing about the wages 
on the way they handle things. And then the decider decided to go, right, every single bar gets a profit share. So not only do they get paid, they get profit share from their bar. Yeah, I've seen that. So yeah. they get another cut of what would have gone into the Brewdog company, which is fantastic. And then they did a whole, there was a whole, I know there's been a whole piece on like the living wage recently with Brewdog, but that, it's the news again. The news just didn't take into account the fact that they're also getting major part of the profits, which is really cool. Don't quote me on all of this exactly, but yeah. uh, I just like the way that you, you can, you can learn and adapt to them. I think like, I kind of look up to it a little bit. I don't think it's perfect. I don't think the business is perfect, but yeah, you can, when you watch these people online, it, you definitely buy into it more. If anything, sometimes when you see the bad press and then you see the way they react to it, all the sort of diehard and hardcore followers end up buying more, don't they? Yeah. Because they want to support it because they know potentially either the truth or maybe it's not the truth, but they still support them so much. Yeah. Mm. No, it's cool. It's just yeah. the way the world these days, isn't it? Like this brand represent that I'm wearing now. Mm-hmm. The owners are two brothers, George and Michael Heaton. And they like document that they go and like runs and stuff. Like he works out like twice a day and he's really fitness focus and driven and that and then he's got like a hundred million pound business and stuff like that and mm-hmm. i think fuck if he can do that all of that stuff mm-hmm. why can't i do like a small percentage of that it's yeah. like more motivating and stuff so it's cool i like wearing the brand wearing brands that because i feel like i know them you know i mean even though you don't have a fucking clue uh-huh. who they uh-huh. are like they don't have a clue who you are but you follow the journey you think oh you know and like the pants that i'm wearing now the manny devoir they're in a reese robara he used to be like an ex-footballer and he partnered with a gym shark guy lewis morgan and then he started that started off with like track suits and then he's gone into more like fashion and stuff and yeah it's just cool f- for me because it's inspiring isn't it and mm-hmm. moving seeing people further ahead and thinking Fuck if they can do it and they've been mm. wherever. So because they've documented, you can see where they started to mm. where they are now. Yeah. That's what I mean. And it's just, I don't know, it's cool. Rather than just thinking, I imagine some people say, oh, it's all right for them. They're rich. They've got whatever business and stuff. You think, oh, well, what sacrifices are they making? Yeah. And what struggles and problems have they had along the way? How have they overcame that? And what like little bits, snippets of their life and advice are they giving out mm-hmm. that I could maybe, you say, you don't take everything from people, do you? You think, Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe take that and I could apply that. Oh, I don't really yeah. like the way they do that and do that. Oh, certainly, yeah. yeah. Everyone's different, aren't they? If everyone's the same, boring. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And it is good for inspiration to then also, it's, it's a great point. Like you look at some of the marketing strategies they have and like, you go, oh, we can do a version of that in mm. our in our business there. Oh, you got a phone call. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like looking at other businesses that have got bigger budgets and stuff, you think, oh, fuck, that's so good. But mm. maybe we can't do it just like that. Maybe we can adapt it yeah. and do it yeah, whatever yeah. way we can do it in the short term and then build it up over time. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, I feel like, want to go zero to 100 in one go, don't they? Rather mm-hmm. than zero to one, to two, to three, to four. Yeah. And it's boring, isn't it? It takes, t- everything takes time, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? You know, there's a guy I watched and recently listened to a lot more. And like, he seems a bit intimidating from the outside, but it's, it's huge in, in the US. In fact, it's huge just generally now. Alex Hormozy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he always says, like, instead of it being one silver bullet that gets you from A to B, I think he calls it 100 golden BBs. So loads of little different things, little ideas, little strategies, they all add up to be the one big piece that is your business. Hmm. I, I really like that analogy because that's that's the truth. That's what it is. Yeah, you don't just come up with some magic solution and you go, "Oh God, I'm a, I'm a millionaire now." <laughs> like, whoa, look at that! I yeah, wish it's it all this time. <laughs> I know, I know. Like you traveling over the country, doing podcasts to try and get new clients, and mm. also spreading the word and just building your own personal brand, but then still managing to produce all these quality videos. And then you know, for myself, like I'm still in a warehouse packing boxes, still making products, still trying to do the marketing. There's all these different bits and pieces all add up to create the package that is mm. CJJ Media and, and and KMC. There's never been one magic solution, has there? Yeah. So, and that's yeah. the thing as well. You don't know what the right thing to do is either, do you? There's nobody telling you what you should or shouldn't do. You yeah. just kind of have to do what you think is right. 
yeah maybe your experience or from what information you've consumed yeah. and think all right yeah it might not be right on the correct path but at least i'm navigating in the kind of right direction and i'm getting there or thereabouts because mm-hmm. that's what i mean if there's one magic solution everyone would have done it yeah. everyone would have tried it you know what i mean yeah. but unfortunately it does you- it does feel sometimes like uh, what's the phrase throw as much shit at the wall as you can <laughs> hope that some of it sticks it does sometimes feel like because you've got to try you've got to test it out yeah. But I think I think also what we're saying, like the more you do it, the more you you already understand what works, and your baseline starts a little bit higher. Right? I already kind of know that this is not going to work, and it just gets better and better. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a funny place at business world, but like I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, it's it's cool, and if it, I think it's one of them things for me, like if I didn't do it, if I didn't give him all, I'd always regret it as well. Yes, and I would never want to get to. I know we're both approaching that. 30 numbers sooner rather than later but like my view was always I didn't want to get to 30 and think oh I wish I could have done a bit more yeah or I regret running that night out or I regret doing whatever yeah so yeah me sacrificing whatever to try and get there mm-hmm. at least if I get to 30 and hopefully I will <laughs> alive <laughs> I don't think oh shit yeah you know, I've been alright and I couldn't have tried any harder you know yeah. what I mean yeah whereas it's hard to balance your life here's one for you so when you get to 30 then what will it be when I get to fourth, <laughs> I think, I think for me, like I'm happy being single right now. Yeah. Because mm. so how long have you been with Rihanna for now? Seven years. Yeah. So she's, yeah. She's, she's been free, pre, during. And yeah. Now. She's seen it all. Yeah. yeah. Which is quite cool. Yeah. Whereas for me now, I think having somebody come into my life. They've not seen what it's taken to get to this point. Yeah. And they don't appreciate, like I did the post yesterday, I think. You've like, registered. Yeah. But like me, when I was in Cardiff, moving back home in COVID, start my business again by myself mm-hmm. in the June 2020, like waking up at five every morning, mm-hmm. with no clients, no money, just trying to message people, trying to sell Facebook ads and shit yeah. and nobody caring. And then signing a couple of clients. And then when I went down to see Yoni in Cardiff and he was like, I'll do the content, you do the social media and signing a couple of clients on like literally no money at all. And then just like getting by and then building up slowly over time, clients leaving, signing clients, and then getting to like now where I feel like, oh yeah, it's a proper business. Mm-hmm. And then people come into my life now and thinking, oh, it's all right. It must be easy. Make it look easy. Make it sound easy and stuff. Whereas like, it's been a lot of struggle and they yeah. said they struggle, you know what I mean? I'm a fucking millionaire, whatever. Yeah. But it's all right-ish. It's just like, yeah. I bet, I bet when you started though, like the amount of work you were putting in, if you met some, met anybody, the amount of work you put in at the time probably showed in your personality when you met them a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. You, you maybe seem tired, you seem a bit stressed and stuff, but I think the also the thing now is that people will assume it's all going well because you, you know how to put on this calm, sort of composed person, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, to put out ultimately, you probably find a lot of fires still. Yeah. Although it's got a lot better, you're still probably doing as much work, if not more, but you're just very, very good at managing it. Yeah. Uh, that's my assumption. Mm. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. No, I can relate to that 100%. Yeah. You just get used to it, don't you? And mm. would you think like, <clears throat> Stephen Bartlett uses this analogy. Do you feel like you're being driven or you're being dragged in this journey? Driven? Yeah, I'm driven. I feel like you're driving. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm just being dragged along at <laughs> the moment. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I'm just going and going and going. There's just something that's just like carrying me along to just keep on. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I probably would have called that driving you along. Okay, yeah, where, where's yeah. driving? You, full, I feel like driving. You're fully in control. You uh, know exactly what you're doing, and you think, right, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. Because there's obviously aspects of that, mm. 
especially at the moment, I just feel like shit's going on and I'm not in control of it. Like, yeah, I am in control yeah. of like my own destiny, my own journey, but I'm not in control of like all the shit that's going on. Like yeah. even January, I think you're being dragged because you're like, fuck, what is going on? <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? No, you're right. I, yeah. I hadn't understood the yeah, concept yeah. fully there. No, yeah. So probably, yeah, probably do feel like I'm being pulled along a bit, but then also I know where I want it to be. Mm. That's always in the background there. Yeah. And and I know better now than when we first started. But yeah, and when it's, what was this? <laughs> when when this, you make hay when the sun shines, like mm. you've got to like, it's really like, we're, we're going well now. If it's the first time ever where it's gone this well. Yeah. And you've somehow just got to like, all this pressure's on in the background, but you just somehow just yeah. keep pushing it. I'm assuming that's kind of the yeah. same idea. You, it's, yeah. it's like you've got everything going on and you're just trying to drive the car in like a massive storm. You're thinking, right, this is the, the right way, but this fucking tree's falling down, there's hailstones <laughs> everything. You just think, fuck. That's an interesting, I haven't, I've never heard that concept before. Yeah. Listen to that. I think it's interesting because like people listen to this podcast and people listen to the podcast and see whatever on social media i think they've got their shit together they, they know exactly what they want to do in life they know exactly the path they're on which is very different you know what i mean than what i'm doing because i know what i want to do within reason but i don't have a fucking clue what i'm doing you know what i mean i'm still mm-hmm. i think i think i know best yeah <laughs> i know it works ish and then just gotta keep on going you know what i mean whereas everyone's trying to figure it out and that's what i thought when i was younger as well these business owners were like some on some pedestal and they were like special uh-huh. and they I don't know, there's something about them, but everyone's just a normal person, aren't they? Just trying to figure it out mm. and just doing what they think's best. There's no one who knows exactly 100% what's the right or wrong thing to do. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, 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 a, it's a funny, it's a funny old world. Yeah, we're all human beings at the end of the day. We're all the same. I think similar issues. But I think people forget that though, don't they as well? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Oh, any, oh. any, any, any closing thoughts? We've been going on for an hour now, to be fair. I don't even know what we've talked about. Talked well, about. I was just going to flip a question on you quick. Oh, yeah, 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 go for it, go for it. That's your, what more people have been doing these days. Yeah. It's, it's not my podcast, it's your podcast, but yeah, feel free. Any questions, that's uh, me as well, yeah. No, I mean, I want to know as well. So CJJ Media and, and yourself, what are your, well, go on, let's do, what are CJJ's goals this year? Yeah. And what are your own? I literally said something on the last podcast as well, so everyone's going to get bored of things. Nah, you feel it. No, um, I think business is just more of the same of what we're doing. And now, yeah. I feel like there's two types of clients that I really like working with. Mm-hmm. One's your e-commerce, that kind of thing. Also say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sack us. <laughs> no, e-commerce is one thing that we're really, really good at now. Right. Because I feel like a USP that we've got within our business is we will come up with a plan or a strategy. We will come down to film the content as a team, not just like send a videographer, a photographer, whatever. Mm-hmm. We will edit the content to how we think's best and with the client's feedback. And then we'll either post it, run the ads, retarget. And then also we can do the email marketing as well. So it's kind of like a all in one package that we're really, really good at. And yeah. then I feel like my relationship with clients, I build like a friendship, like we've, yeah. we speak every week, don't no, we? Definitely. Yeah, and, stuff, yeah. and I get to learn more about you or businesses as a whole of what makes them tick and what they want. Because at the end of the day, even if I propose X video ideas, it may not be, on brand or what you want. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tarnish someone's brand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I want to be able to fit in and work together as a team. And I hope that, mm-hmm. and you, you, you answer this question, but yeah. I hope that we work together and work as a team. And it's like an extension of your team, that kind of thing. Not just like we're working together and this is the way we work. Even though I've got some kind of systems and processes, like I like to work on Slack. So I've got everybody in my team, the clients yeah, yeah. in places and we have the, and whatever, but hopefully it's an extension of the team and we're working together to achieve the same goal. Cause at the end of the day, I want my clients to, make more money otherwise you won't fucking keep on paying me (laughs) no i would would agree you do you do feel like an essential team and i think that's that's a that's a hard thing to to get i suppose my other question would be like so 
from that perspective. And this isn't like a trick question as a business owner, <laughs> as, a, as a client of yours at all. This is like, I think like one of the best things you guys do is that like, I feel that the businesses need that extension. And I think that extension at the moment is your brain and your ideas because they always go, well, for us, it's really helped kind of we, every time we have a meeting, we just bounce ideas. Again, throw as much shit at the wall and hope it sticks. And like some of them do stick and we go with them. How do you reckon? Because you, you're still getting down to the shoots. You're still meeting the clients in person. Like that's a lot of time, a lot of work. How do you reckon you're going to balance sort of going forwards as you grow? Do you think that's something you'll be able to keep? Or do you think? I want to keep it. Like I, I, I had a meeting with, a line meeting with like a social media guru expert yeah. thingy. He's way around me and stuff. Yeah. I had this conversation. He was asking how the business works and that kind of thing. And I said that I meet the clients every week. Yeah. Uh, half an hour to an hour, whatever. And then I go to every shoot as well because I want to direct and that kind of thing. And he's saying, oh, well, you should be meeting clients every other week or something or every month. I can't remember what he said. And then they should be paying you like a grand extra per shoot for me to be there. And I was, I was just thinking, yeah, that's all right for you to say because you're way further ahead of stuff. But like for me, I feel like that's the benefit because I enjoy speaking to the clients, especially mm. where I'm at. It's like not me trying to be further ahead than where I am. It's me yeah. knowing where I am and what we're good at and what, works yeah because for me building relationships the most important thing yeah because i'm not like to sign a client is easy to get paid for one month but it's hard to keep them getting to come back <laughs> month for month to month as we both know a one-time customer doesn't yeah exactly that's yeah. what i mean but, so yeah. for me like i would always for the foreseeable want to do the weekly meetings yeah be on the shoots because yeah. that's like contact time because i feel like in the past when i first started out we wouldn't have weekly meetings and like any little niggly problems, then when we did have a meeting every month or whatever, up. it builds up and it becomes a big problem. Yeah, Whereas yeah. now, I feel like, and you've said it to me in the past as well, other agencies, see bigger than bigger than us and stuff, it'll take days to reply or if you message them, they won't get back. Or they don't seem to care. team home yeah. to management and so on. Yeah. And that kind of thing, even though we've got a small team and stuff, like I'm the one who's kind of orchestrating everything at mm-hmm. the moment. Yeah. And building the relationships that I know exactly what they want. So if there's anything that goes wrong, it's down to me. It's not down to anybody else. You know, it's down to my poor communication. Lots to take on there. Yeah. Yeah. It is a hundred percent. And I don't know how many clients we've got at the moment, like 10 or 12 ish, yeah. maybe something like that. But I'd like to think that every client, you know better than me that it feels like I'm 100% dedicated to them and it's not like oh yeah I'm too busy to speak to you because I'm speaking to somebody else yeah there is times and places where I'd be like oh I'm on a meeting or I'm doing this but everybody still gets that reply that weekly meeting whatever else they need I'll try and accommodate that and I'd always want to go to the shoots because that's the only time for me to meet them in person yeah yeah, and spend that time with them build the relationship and just understand them because even though you do a zoom call yeah you kind of get a, a sense of somebody and what's it like but when you're in person, you can have that banner. Mm-hmm. See how sarcastic they are, how crude the jokes are, and all that kind of shit, and and, and what makes them tick. And, yeah. and that's what I'd always want to do for the foreseeable, and nowhere near changing that because I think that's what people like as well. Yeah, and I I, I would say so. Like I think I can see it from your perspective as mm-hmm. a business. I can see it sort of what's working for us is the the quality and and, and ideas. And then obviously, if you're on a shoot, you can something's not being. Like it all looks great on paper and on plan. You might have had a meeting with whoever's doing the video. I know Yoni is fantastic anyway, but yeah, how you get those ideas across. And I would, I would understand us in the future as a business. Like if it's something you were going to try and like really scale, then you, you end up with a sort of a system in place, mm-hmm. which is, which is harder to manage. But yeah, I think the, the quality that, that you put in and the time is, is the biggest selling point to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. This isn't me like no, trying no, to no, like, no. you better spend more time with us or else. Yeah. <laughs> but no, for me, it's like the service we provide, the price point, it's really good value for money. 
And that's yeah. just my opinion. It you is. know what I mean? And like, I'm dealing with lots of different businesses in different industries. And like I say, e e-commerce is one and watch yours is the other. They're the two mm -hmm. ones that we're really, really good at. And we want to focus on e-commerce with mainly the paid stuff that hopefully we'll get started soon. Mm -hmm. And then the watch jewelers organic stuff, which just fucking flies. And we're really good at that. Mm -hmm. So they're the two main things. And for me, it's just consolidating what we're good at and just realizing what we're good at and focusing on that and just being really good at them rather than us trying to do other things now. Because I feel like 2024, Focusing on your niche. Yeah, we yeah. know what we're good at. And like, what is the point of us trying to do something different and just being confident mm -hmm. in our product and for new clients? Yeah, if someone else is on a more affordable package, that like, yeah, they showed the belief in us yeah. to take the risk. Whereas now, we've got the proven track record, we've got the results. Just so, to say, And that's when things start to get a bit easier as well. Yeah, and that, that's what I mean. And then, 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 yeah, if people are paying higher retainers, but mm -hmm. you know you're going to get what you want. Whereas people in the past... They've taken the risk. Yeah. yeah, you get it more affordable, but you've shown that trust and belief in us. Yeah, so you'll reap the rewards in the future, there. you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So yeah, that, that's really for the business and just being focused on that. And obviously there'll be things that come along on the way and we think, oh, it's a good opportunity, we'll maybe do that and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're the main two really, because as a package, I don't really know, I may be wrong, there probably is stuff out there, but I don't really know anybody that's doing what we're doing with the quality and the time and attention to detail. Because like you say, on the shoots, I'm really selling myself here, but no, you're, <laughs> you're just telling the truth. Yeah. On the shoots, we'll come up with the plan, won't we? Mm -hmm. We'll come up with the pillars so we know which videos work and which ones don't, because there's no point, I say it all the time, but if we were to create 30 videos in one go, 24 to 30 videos, however many videos it is, some of them work and we're like, all right, that's worked. Great. Why? We're like, oh, maybe because of this, maybe because of that. But at least if we kind of group them together into the pillars, we can say celebrity works really well yeah. or tips and tricks works really well or interviews works really well. Let's do more of them. You're sharing your structure there with your competitors for free. Honestly, <laughs> I don't give a fuck because nobody's as good as us. And then we can really scale what works better and then pie off what doesn't and try something new or improve it. Yeah. So on the shoots, obviously... Like we come up with a plan. Uh -huh. There's always going to be like ad hoc stuff off things that we think. Oh, yeah, right, let's do it. And it has been with us. Like yeah, the running yeah. show. Oh, that would look great. Let's try it. Yeah. yeah. Running show nightmare because we had the plan and I was doing the clipboard and trying to write them down. I didn't even write them down. And then Zishan's like, which ones, which ones to edit? And we're like, we need to get these urgent <laughs> and stuff like that. But there's always like little things that if it was just a videographer and not me and Yoni, like they just stick to the plan. Yeah. And mm. like they might be overwhelmed or they wouldn't care and that kind of thing. Mm. Whereas even though you speak to me every week, you always see me and Yoni every shoot. Yeah. Because other agencies, and I know they do, they'll just get the cheapest photographer, the cheapest videographer. Yeah. And it's a different person every time. Yeah. And it's just like, like the extension of the team, you feel like, you know, and you build the relationship with them. It's good. You have the banter and yeah. that kind of thing. So yeah, it's just business-wise, yeah. Do keep doing what we're doing because it seems to be going well. Yeah. Uh, we're heading in the right direction. What about you? Personally, I think I would like to spend more time in Marbella. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I've got, Henry there, a couple of friends over there now. Hopefully get a couple of clients over there, which would be nice. quite nice. If I can do. So obviously some of my friends have got businesses, so hopefully start with them and yeah. do that. And yeah, for me, when I'm over there, I'm much happier and more myself. I'm more right. motivated, surrounded by that kind of people. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like when I'm here, even though I love my friends to pieces mm -hmm. and have so much fun with them, it's just less motivating. I don't know what you no, find. I, I agree. Like if I, I've got a really good pal called Sahil. He, he works at Facebook and like I've been to the environment that is Facebook and just the, the Googleites, as you like to call them, are all the same people in like, this is in Dublin and in the, in the central business issue there and the pace and the speed, the way people talk, the motivation, the, the way they operate is on a completely different level. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that environment, you feel like you can do, do so much it's more because so so the energy is matched. Yeah. Yeah. The speed, like the, the speed at which you will operate increases and mm -hmm. that's hard to 
we're in quite a rural area, right? Mm. And it's, it's hard to, to find. Yeah. It's just, I guess it's just, it's a sacrifice for not living in a major city, what doing what we do. But I can, so yeah, so I can completely yeah. understand that. So yeah, trying to spend my time a bit more, but like I say, I'm buying my first property. I mean, it, it was aiming to be in 10 days time, but nice. it's being pushed back. Get a new car and that's all sorted as well. But yeah, like that's why I like speak, big things. speaking to you. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like speaking to you because we're same age, being yeah. to the same school. And it's motivating and it's mm-hmm. inspiring, you know what I mean? Surround yourself with people on similar kind of journeys, even yeah. though different businesses completely, but mm-hmm. similar kind of goals and ambitions. Which the is mentality. Yeah, yeah the mentality. Is, it's inspiring for me. So just surrounding myself with more than people. And there's a lot more people in Arbea than there is around in Carl, unfortunately, yeah. but it's just the way it is. There's so much more money over there as well. It's just like, not that money's everything. Obviously, everyone's, everyone's in business to make money. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, that, that kind of thing. So yeah, buy a property, get a new car. And then I think I'm more open to having a relationship. I say open, but I feel like last year when I did have one, I felt like I was ready. I don't think I really was. Right. Whereas now I feel like I do potentially have more openness to it. Right. Openness, if that's a word. Because, But I feel like they would have to fit into my life. Yeah, it's hard. Like, just slot in. Do you kind of go in with that expectation that they're going yeah. to need to? but. And that's yeah. why I pre-warn people saying like, yeah, I'm selfish in the fact that I've got my goals and my ambition and that's the number one priority. And if you want to slot in, that's great. Not that like anybody should ever slot in because there's compromises each way, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And there's give and take, but like I've got my own shit that I want to achieve before you came along mm-hmm. and it's still, it's going to be there. It's, it's not negotiable, way. you know what I mean? So if you understand that and you believe in me, I always say to the girls, I sound terrible, <laughs> terrible today. I would investment. You know what I mean? I'm not the finished product right now, but hopefully five, ten years, like you're saying, yeah. you'll reap the rewards. It's see. funny you say that. It's what my father said to my sister's fiance. <laughs> not the finished product yet. <laughs> Is that a good or a bad thing? I shouldn't be saying that. Sorry, Luke. You're a top lad. But yeah, that's, that's, that's what I say to people. I just try and be brutally honest as well. Yeah. Because outside looking in, you think, oh yeah, it'd be nice, but probably not as nice as it seems. So yeah, that's... I think that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I'd rather be honest with people than lead them on false promises. And then it's like, oh, such a dick or whatever. Or mm-hmm. why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And why are you doing that? Because I think for me, dating is, it's hard in your twenties because everyone's at different spaces of their lives, aren't they? Like you're yeah. not that you're lucky, but it's, it's convenient that you've been together seven years. So you've yeah. seen each other at different stages. Yeah. Whereas for me now, there's some people are partying, some people are working, some people have got babies and you think, yeah, where's, everyone, where's everyone fitting? Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm more open, but I'm not that bothered either way you know what I mean yeah I'm just trying to focus on myself and just what will happen will happen yeah, yeah. and I think that's good not trying to feel like for me if I try and fixate on things too much you put yourself in a box yeah. yeah and I'd be disappointed in myself whereas mm. if it's more like oh I'd quite like to do this I'd quite like to do that yeah be fine but don't get me wrong if I don't get my apartment I'll be good it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a big step in your life that. that's a big one yeah, and yeah. It's, it's quite cool and like you say the sacrifices that I've made drinking stuff or whatever and mm less social with my friends and that, hopefully that's like all right yeah that's a, a good step because it's believe it or not in Carlisle and Cymru if you don't know it's cheaper to buy a house than it is to rent a house so far cheaper yeah, yeah. so in the place that I'm getting is affordable so if I want to travel and stuff I can still afford to pay it and travel I wouldn't have to rent it out anyway which is ideal for me yeah. at the moment because tangent here but for me I don't know about you but I want to keep my expenses as low as possible especially personal expenses because mm-hmm. I always think of the worst like if I have no business tomorrow yeah so if, if I if my business failed and everyone left could I afford to pay this yeah, yeah. whereas if I wanted to get something more expensive and a bit nicer not that mine is I've shown you pictures of mine I'll show you after yeah. my, mine's nice don't get me wrong but I could get nicer but mm. if I wanted to get nicer I'd have to pay more and then I'd be thinking well if I wanted to spend more time in my beer would I have to rent it out or whatever? Yeah, no, you can manage that. Now I'll be like, 
oh well, yeah, I can still afford to pay it and still travel and not have to worry about that because money is like a stress, isn't it? At the end of the day, because mm-hmm. you think, because unfortunately, if I show up for work, it doesn't mean I get paid. <laughs> I still have to so, to do that. So yeah, it's just figuring out what works for me. And hopefully, this year, the kind of things that I'm kind of wanting to do, I will do. Because I don't know, are you a big New Year, New Me goal setting kind of person or not? I haven't really been. Traditionally, no, but I think with the business, it's a, it's a big part of the way people get involved with us at KMC is they set themselves these big targets, mm-hmm. possibly at the end of the year or whenever it might be, and then they get involved with us. So I've kind of got into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Me, not personally, because I just, it just rolls over for me. I yeah. just think my goals are my goals and I still want to achieve them. Yeah, it's yeah. a fresh start and I get why people do it and stuff. But for me, it's just like, I know what I want to achieve and that's what I want to do next. And that's what I kind of do. Whereas mm-hmm. I get, I get it. And as well, another thing, half marathon. In October. And yeah. also, I think I might do one in April in Ibiza. So my friend Henry and his friends, Holly and Ryan, they're doing the one in Barcelona next weekend. Oh, yeah. I did actually let it slip on the last podcast. It's going to be out on Sunday. But I'm going to surprise him over there. Uh, <laughs> so he doesn't listen to the last one or this one. No, this this one will be out when I'm there. I was about to drop that. Then I went, <laughs> yeah. maybe not. Because originally I was meant to get my flat then, the 12th, which is the marathon on the 11th. So I said, oh, yeah. I won't do it. I don't have enough time to train. So the next one's April, so I think I might try and do it then. It should be quite cool. And then do the one in October in Cardiff. But yeah, I think apart from that, that's pretty much it. What about you? What, what? Just a few. Yeah. Just a few little goals there. So. Big ones. I don't, I don't really see them as goals. I just see them as just like. It's a step. Things, stage, yeah. You know what I mean? I just feel like they're just going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen no matter what. I don't know. And no goal for me, I don't think isn't achievable. I think maybe I've always been a bit delusional or overconfident or some people might say arrogant in the fact that whatever I wanted to do, I'll do it. You know what I mean? I don't really care what people say or think. Like, I just feel like I should be able to do that stuff no matter what. But the thing is, yeah, you can think that, but you're going to put in the work to get there. And I I know I will, you know what I mean? I've been one of the people I've always been quite naturally gifted at stuff, Mm -hmm. but still to be the best, you have to put the work in, don't you? That's it. Yeah, to, mm. to be the best you have. I always say this because I coach swimming as well. Mm. It's hard to find somebody who has a natural talent, but is also willing to put in there. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was saying this the other day and it was like, I hate losing. Oh, I hate not being the best at stuff. No yeah. matter what it is, if it's going on a date of a girl, a bowling or whatever, or playing five side football for fun, like I always have to win or always have to try and be the best. Otherwise I'm, I'm not like a, I don't just take part. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if I do lose, I'll just play it off like I wasn't even trying anyway. But. Yeah, I'm exactly the same, Adam, honestly. But I think you have, you don't have to, but I think it's important to have that mentality. Otherwise, I, you, you're, you won't keep on trying to improve and innovate and, and that kind of thing. But that's just me personally. And I'm self-aware enough to know that's my personality trait. So try and feed into that. I think it helps me. I always try to be better and be the best because like you're saying about the refill gels and stuff, you've got a good idea. People are going to try and copy same the videos. Yeah, people try and copy the same style videos. We'll always try and come up with new styles mm-hmm. or whatever. Take inspiration from people to try and be further ahead to invest in better equipment. Yeah, yeah, and better hooks, better information, and all that kind of shit. But also, um, it's also you know always remembering that it's not it's not always going to be perfect. Yeah, like you say it's probably going to fail at some point. Though. Mm-hmm. And that probably going to come up with loads of competition, something to go wrong. Yeah, and just being able to deal with that. Yeah, and it's just coming up with a solution to be better, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's to get back to being the best because you can't always be the best, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But if you can try and strive towards it, then I think you're on to a winner. We got very, we got deep in the last one as well, didn't we? I don't know, fucking hell. <laughs> right. We've been going an hour and 20 minutes now. Right. Let's, let's, where can people find you, follow you, plug all the stuff? So, so really you can find us online pretty much everywhere, most places. So our website's kendallmint.co.uk. You can get us on Amazon with Prime. You can get us next day delivery. 
You can find us on socials at Kendall Mint Co. Yeah, we're the green Kendall Mint Archer. Look for that one. Where yeah. people find you on personal social media, LinkedIn? Not quite ready for uh, Instagram <laughs> oh, no. yet, but LinkedIn is just Jack Barker. Yeah, yeah. Jack Barker. I'm going to get you on the Instagram this year. Yeah. Uh, right, everybody, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, like the video, comment your favorite part. Any questions for Jack, leave in the comment section below. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, make sure to follow the podcast and leave a five star review. And we'll see you next time. Bye 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 bye.